Finance can be so confusing and overwhelming. Learn the tips and strategies so you can accomplish your financial goals. Let's break it all down so it's simple and easy to understand. If you know me by now and you've been listening to the pod for a while, you'll know I love examples as it's my favorite way to learn. Please, as always, leave a review. Give it five stars if you found that it has been helpful. And that's it for me. Enough rambling. Let's get to the episode. Welcome back to another episode of the Personal Finance Redefined Podcast. Thank you so much if you are new to the podcast and welcome. And if you are a longtime listener and a veteran of the Personal Finance Redefined Podcast, really appreciate your support. Once again, a quick reminder that we are on YouTube. And so if you are looking for any additional content, check us out there. All that information will be in the description of the episode, but let's get straight into today's episode. So today's episode, four easy ways to save on taxes. What are they? And let's get right into it. Quick, always love to give the reminder that if you have a question like this that you want answered in a future episode, head to the website personalfinanceredefined.co and I'll answer that in a future episode. So straight into it now, the four easy ways to save on taxes. The first one is through a 401k. Now, a 401k is a retirement plan that is only offered by employers. Now, you might be self-employed and you can open what's called a solo 401k, a SEP IRA, a simple IRA, an IRA. And remember, you don't have to remember any of that. You don't have to take notes. My goal is to outline everything and give a very clear and overview of what your options are. And then from there, you can make a very informed decision on what makes most sense for your situation. So, With the 401k, the benefit of a 401k is it works like this. There are contribution limits that you have with investing in a 401k. If you make $100,000, they're not going to say, great job on willing to contribute so much to your retirement, but the thing is, we're going to cap that out. And so when people are looking at very broadly and saying, how can I save the most amount of money on taxes? The 401k is going to be one of the best places to start. The reason for that is that if you are under age 50 and the contribution limits are going to increase next year from 19,500 to 20,500 but we're going to assume this year's numbers for the example here if you are assuming that you are contributing to the 401k and you're doing a great job and you are going to do the maximum so you're going to contribute 19,500 and let's pretend you have a salary of $100,000 so you do a great job you contribute and that comes directly out of your paycheck And so what you're going to do is determine exactly what amount needs to come out so that you can reach that. Now, in this example, you'd want to set it to 19.5%, but if you can't do that or if it doesn't allow you to have that flexibility, you can do 20% and you can adjust that near the year end to make sure you don't go over and over contribute. But that's getting into the nitty gritty. The beautiful thing about the 401k is if you contribute the maximum, 19,500, and you make $100,000, What's going to happen is the government's going to say, great job, Ari, on contributing to your 401k. You're not taxed on $100,000. You are taxed on $80,500 because of this 401k contribution you did this year. Now, that's going to grow for you and grow for you and grow for you. And in the future, you're going to be taxed on it. But you're not going to be taxed on all of the growth along the way. That's completely tax deferred. I mean, if you buy something and sell something, well, you're not paying taxes on it. You only pay taxes in the future when you take it out. Now, remember, a Roth IRA works the opposite. You don't get a deduction at the beginning, but in the future, it comes out completely tax-free. So the question is, do you want to save on taxes today? Or do you want to kick that tax can down the road and then eventually pay no taxes? 
So it's a question of what makes most sense. Well, one, let's look at your income. Does it make sense to say, you know what, I'd really love to save on taxes. I've got a very high income this year. Taxes are going to be a big consideration for me. How can I save? 401k is a great place to start. Now you might say, you know what, I'm making $50,000 per year and I think I'm going to be making a lot more in the future. Well, see if your employer offers a Roth 401k option. A Roth 401k works just like a Roth IRA in that what's happening is that you are essentially contributing to your Roth 401k. And what that means is that it's coming out of your paycheck, just like a 401k. But at the end of the year, you don't receive a deduction, meaning you don't get a tax deduction for it. If you make $50,000 and contribute 10,000 to a Roth 401k, you don't get to take that 10,000 and say, Hey, I want a deduction. Instead, they're going to say, we're not going to give you a deduction, but we're going to let that 10000 grow for you completely tax-free. And when you want it in the future, you pay no taxes on it. So that's the 401k versus Roth 401k example. The next thing is you might say, you know what, I don't have an employer plan. And I just want to contribute to an IRA. Or you know what, I have a 401k and my wife has an IRA. And what makes most sense? So many factors to contribute. With 401k, there are no limits, meaning you can make $10 million and you can still contribute to a 401k. An IRA works a little bit differently, and if you have a 401k or if your wife does, you might not be able to make an IRA contribution. An IRA stands for Individual Retirement Account. And an IRA is taking that same 401k example, another way to save on taxes, and that with an IRA, the beautiful thing is that you don't have to have an employer-sponsored plan. So if you're self-employed or you say, you know what, I just don't work for an employer, whatever your situation may be, with an IRA, you can save up to $6,000. So that's what you can essentially contribute as a maximum amount. $6,000 is the maximum. Now it's 7,000 if you're over age 50. But if we take that 6,000 example, once again, imagine you make $100,000 and you want to contribute 6,000 to retirement. An IRA is a great place to go because you can contribute 6,000, meaning you pay taxes on 94,000. And then in the future, you eventually are taxed on it. Okay, so Ari, what's the difference between a 401k or an IRA? Or what if I work at a company, but I want an IRA? Well, the 401k is good and you can contribute more, but there are limited investment options, meaning you don't have the whole investment universe to choose from. They're going to have select options. Sometimes the fees are high. And so my goal as a planner is to look at my clients and what it is they're investing in and making sure they're not paying any unnecessary fees. They're not overcharged for any services they don't need. And so a great thing about an IRA is that at any time with an IRA, when you're invested, you can choose whatever you want to be invested in. And so one thing to note along with that as a reminder, let's say that you work at a company and you leave the company and you go work for a new company and then you remember, wait, I think I contributed to a 401k at that old company. Well, what you can do is you can actually roll the 401k into an IRA, no taxes, no penalties. You now have full investment flexibility as long as you roll that over within 60 days. So Ways to save on taxes, a 401k, an IRA, that saves on taxes today, but you do pay in the future. Now, a Roth 401k, Roth IRA, you don't have to essentially worry right now about taxes. You're going to have to pay them, but in the future, you don't have to worry about them. So it's, it's almost, hey, when do I want to pay the taxes? There's no way of getting around it, but if you want to save on taxes today, 
401ks and IRAs, two great places to look. The next one is an HSA. An HSA is a health savings account, only available if you have a high deductible health plan. And HSAs are great. They have what are called triple tax benefits. And what that means is that let's say that you are contributing $6,000 to an HSA. Now that's more than the maximum, but just using it for example purposes is if you do $6,000, imagine you get a deduction. So you make 100,000, that 6,000 gets deducted. Well, now you're only taxed on $94,000. Now that grows completely tax-free. Now normally you would get taxed when you take the money out, but you actually do not. The HSA has the triple tax benefits. So what I love about HSAs is that you get the deduction it grows tax-free, and then it comes out tax-free. So you can only have an HSA, once again, if you have a high deductible health plan. And so when you're looking at HSA and doesn't make sense, they can only be used for qualified expenses. You can have your own. You don't need an employer, but once again, you do need to have a high deductible health plan. When does an HSA make sense? Well, it makes sense if you have really no expenses or a ton of expenses, but not really in the middle. Now, an HSA is funded through pre-tax, meaning through your paycheck, it comes out pre-tax. And those are a few considerations you want to note when looking at HSAs. The last thing to leave you on with saving on taxes is standard versus itemized deduction. You can either take the standard deduction, which changes, but Every year, you're going to want to evaluate, does it make more sense to take a standard deduction or should I itemize? Meaning, should I absolutely write out what I am itemizing, what I can deduct? Things like mortgage interest and really weighing, does it make sense to do that and itemize or does it make sense to just take the standard deduction? So that's something that you always want to be considering because when it comes to saving on taxes, we want to make sure that we are not paying any additional amounts than we don't need to be. So the standard deduction if you are married is $25,100 and the standard deduction if you're single is $12,550. So the question is, does it make sense to itemize? Does it make sense to take a standard deduction? Completely depends on your situation. But that's it for today's episode on saving on taxes. If you want more information on this or what it looks like to work with me and the work I do with clients, happy to answer any questions. You can always head to my website, personalfinanceredefined.co for more information. Other than that, I look forward to next week's episode and keep submitting your questions. I love getting them. Personalfinanceredefined.co is where you can click submit your question. Thanks again for checking us out on YouTube and let us know if there's anything else we can do to answer any questions. Thank you so much for listening. If that was helpful, please do subscribe, leave five stars, rate it, review it, all that good stuff, and let me know how I can best help. I love answering questions, whether it's about taxes, investments, whatever is on your mind. I love seeing how I can best help you. So as always, you can submit a question on my website, personalfinanceredefined.co. That's personalfinanceredefined.co. And I'll see y'all next week. Hey everyone, quick disclaimer here. Please be smart about this, and before taking any action, consult with your tax planner or financial planner. Nothing in this podcast should be construed as investment, tax, legal, or other financial advice. It's for informational purposes only.